and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 400. And, no, that's a lie. That's a big, big lie. 342. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing Happy good. birthday Summer to birthday. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Crash. Happy birthday to you. <clears throat> what do you say, thank you? You done? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can move on. It's your birthday. It's your birthday week. So for everyone who doesn't know, it was Crash's birthday. It was Crash's birthday this week. Do you think he told anybody it was his birthday? No. My fiance had to track him down and find out this information for me and tell me so then I could wish Crash a happy birthday. But if he thought he was going to get away from a happy birthday song, it wasn't going to happen on my podcast, let me tell you. No, no, no. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, anybody who's listened to this podcast... We've never sung happy birthday to anybody else on this podcast. Why are we now singing happy birthday to Crash? Because I said so. <laughs> it's now a thing. Now, whenever it's somebody's birthday, we're just singing happy birthday. Uh, what, do you know why? It's my 30th this year. If I don't get a happy birthday song on the podcast for my 30th, we're going to have problems. We're going to have problems. Ooh. If you didn't know, though, My Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and all podcast services across the world. If you want the show early, head over to Patreon.com slash MCFixer. Crash, you know what I've realized we're doing? Not doing this live. So, Patreon supporters are not getting it live this week, and I'm sorry about that, mm. Patreon supporters. Usually, you have an opportunity to get it live uh, with a bunch of other goodies that we are still working on. I know it's the beginning of February. We said we have it done by February. Honestly, we kind of have it done. I just haven't put the things in work, and we've kind of been all over the place. We're figuring it all out still. But remember, you can review us on iTunes and on Spotify. Remember, you can do this now. Spotify has said thing, Crash, right? What's the Spotify? Do. How do they, how's it work on Spotify? What am I promoting there? I think you just go in and you can review it. I think the requirement is you have to have listened to an episode. But we've we've worked a workaround. Like you, you just can, mark them all for all, yeah. all, of, all of listens, you know? Sorted. Yes. Sorted. Uh, we've got one, I think, I don't remember. I think we got, did we do the 3rd of Jan? We did the 3rd of Jan, didn't we, On for me? Yeah. No, no new reviews yeah. this week. We're still sitting at a solid 4.8 out of 5. It's not bad. Um, it could be better. It could know? be It could be 4.9. I'm just saying it could be 4.9. It could be. Any any new reviews on your end, Crush? No. Damn. Well, audience, no, you've let know. us down. Once again, you've let us down. But the only thing I asked for last week, you know? Didn't even get it. I'm sorry, Crush. Didn't even get it. But our Patreon producers haven't let us hand. Shout out to the one and only Mr. Aaron God, who was very, it was in my chat the other day, Crash, for the first time in a really long time. We're going to organize playing some wars on together. Looking forward to that, like the good old days. And of course, the one and only, the Mr. Consistent himself, Mr. FNH Paul. Thank you, boys, for supporting the show financially over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Crash, topic of the show this week. Want to know what it is? Uh, the the platinum game thing, right? For nope, sure. it's the fact that I got an Xbox fridge, and I think we should look at it together. Oh, here you go, everybody. I bought the Xbox fridge. Yes, I spent a hundred pounds on this. Why did I do that? I don't know. I don't have a clue why I did it. Is it even plugged in, Crash, you may ask? No. Is there any drinks even inside it, Crash? No. Do you know why that is those two things, Crash? Should I tell you why? Should I tell you why? You got no room. No, I have room. It's because you've frozen again, and this is weird. But oh. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just keep on going. The YouTube audience get a frozen Crash this week. I don't know why. We can't answer the questions for it. It's weird. But it's because the electric in the UK has gone up by 500%, Chris. Did you know this? 500%? Bills have gone from £40 a month to stupid or something. I think it's gone up to like three grand a year for electric and gas in the UK. Five, That's... I think it's 500%. Maybe I'm telling lies on the podcast. I'm not, this is not financial <laughs> advice, all right? But I'm pretty sure that's right. It's like 500%. Weird. Weird. But this is the Xbox fridge. I bought one. 
uh, for when I've got my office. It's really big, Crash. I can't even get it all in the shot. It's really big. I, I'm going to let you know something, Fix. I've had mine for well over a month. What? <laughs> yes. Are you not spoken about? No. <laughs> I don't remember why I was planning on speaking about it the week I got it, and then we pushed back the podcast for whatever reason, and I just slipped my mind. Well, yeah. I've got one. It's, it's just, no, it's not, it doesn't matter now, does it? All right, well, all right, fine, I, I apologize, Vix. Topic of the show, everyone. <clears throat> Microsoft, uh, uh, Call of Duty will come to PlayStation after the Activision's D Blizzard deal closes. Um, this one was taken from Windows Central, and there was a quote here. Do we know who the quote was from, Crush? Or do I have to open the article to actually find that information out? Um, you will have to open the article to find out. Okay, well, I guess I'll do that then, shall I? Um, bum, I believe ba, it's bum, Spencer, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to be honest with you, chat. Oh, chat. Uh, podcast listener. We're usually pretty good about knowing where the quotes come from. I can't see in this article where this quote has come from. Microsoft President Brad Smith. It's from Thank Microsoft you very President much. Had this to say. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the terms of any existing agreement with Activision. Microsoft President Brad Smith explained. Thank you. And we have, uh, and we have a commitment to Sony that uh, we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future, so that PlayStation fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. We are also interested in t uh, taking similar steps to support nintendo's successful platform uh, we believe this is the right thing to do for the industry for gamers and for our business crash yeah how does this make you feel fine oh really it doesn't it doesn't i this seems to have like kicked up a hive mind of oh uh, yes crash oh Xbox yes they i mean very angry i'm very angry can I ask why? Why am I angry? Yeah. I wanted to get up on the left side of the bed today, and then I woke up and remembered my bed was pushed all the way to the wall, so I couldn't get up out of that side of the bed, and I had to climb out the right side. That would be why. So that's the only reason you're angry? No. I'd be, I'm, I'm not angry. I think I'm disappointed. I'm not angry. I think... I think... From a... from Business hat comes on for MC Fixer. I understand. Makes perfect yeah. business sense in the world. It is the smartest thing to do. They keep raking in the cash when it comes to Call of Duty. Xbox fans still get it on Game Pass. Everybody should be happy. I'm just disappointed Xbox didn't go, no. You have exclusives. You have exclusives. Uh, let, me, let me go. Let me go. Okay. You have exclusives. And now we have exclusives, and our exclusive just happens to be the biggest exclusive in the world. One of. But they already did that. With not what? the biggest exclusive in the world, but they did that with the Bethesda purchases. Yeah, but it's not the but same. They were very clear. It's not the Those same. Those are completely exclusive. My camera's freezing again. All uh. right, man. We'll just roll through with it. Don't stress. Um, okay. But yet, for me, I don't know, man. I, I, there's just a part of me that thinks, why? Why not? I understand why. That's the annoying part. I know why, but but why? You know? Yeah, I get. I get where it's coming from. I get the why, but I don't think it's an issue. It's not an issue. This is, it's yeah, it's it's not with an you, issue. It's not an issue. No, no. For most of for most of the people complaining about it, it is an issue. It is a really big issue. Yeah, that's because they're idiots. I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> I think what it, I think for for most people, it's the fact that I think they were hoping Xbox were going to become number one. I think that's what this comes down to. They want they want reasons. I think the deep rooted issues that people have when it comes to picking their console of choice it isn't so much nowadays because of crossplay and stuff. But it's, you want your friends where you are. Because it makes it convenient for you if that's the case, right? And Call of Duty being on being an exclusive on Xbox 
would have brought over so many people. So many people. Where I don't think it being on Game Pass will. I, I think it'll bring up over some people, but I agree. I don't think it'll bring over nearly as many people as um, it being exclusive. But I think that's... I think that's ultimately like an irrelevant point yeah. because of crossplay now. And because Agreed. we've also seen Sony as far as crossplay coming, being a lot more open to it, not as like sort of hesitant to allow it as before. Obviously they still have certain weird stipulations with what they do with that stuff. Um, yeah. And I think that's just going to be Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like people are blowing this really out of proportion. Cause this is also a case of like, a, it's just call of duty. They did say like, Activision Blizzard titles, which I assume would mean Overwatch and maybe yeah. Diablo, the next Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they said popular, so that doesn't mean Crash Bandicoot doesn't. You don't know where that'll go if that'll be exclusive multi, or multi-platform. Wow. Uh, and then Crash there's also said, just the Crash talent just in general. Crash wasn't Crash wasn't popular. Everyone, he said it. I mean, I meant it. <laughs> um, I think this this uh, backs up my point of this was a ten year play, not a now play as well. Because yeah, I think this is this is them trying to move beyond just what they bought as well, right? I think so, but I think what a lot of people miss with this like story with them buying it, especially with stuff that's come out afterwards, is a there were two real big moves behind it was a Tencent not getting Activision, and then B was that uh, Microsoft's been trying to expand its portfolio of areas it can make games in. Yeah. And one market that they Fireball. were really... Exactly. And now they have a huge developer in that area, and they have an in there. And I think that's what it is. So the gaming stuff, I think, was sort of the cherry on top. Not that it's not relevant, not that it's yeah. not big. It's Call of Duty, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, like huge, huge franchises. But I think with that insight, it, like, it also makes sense that... Um, Microsoft's like those are going to go multi-platform. We're not going to change that, and it's also a show of good faith um, in the sense of like clearly Sony's going to be buying studios. They're going to be buying studios, and if this goes on, it's like stuff that's normally multi-platform um, that sort of they don't need to make exclusive. Sort of looking at both sides, like we'll keep it multi-platform. We won't go exclusive with it um, if it's not necessary for us. Yeah. Where with like Bethesda, I think if you're looking at those games, it kind of makes more sense for Microsoft to make those exclusive. 100%. As opposed to like a Call of Duty and stuff like that. Yeah. Again, it's not so much of a, a conversation of like, I don't understand it. It's more just a conversation yeah. of, yeah, it's like a, it's a disappointed, it's more of a disappointed feel of like, we could have went for the juggler here, which I say we not, not, I'm I, not a part of Microsoft, but you know, yeah. like we could have went for it. We could have this weird we mentality that we shouldn't, we shouldn't have. Yeah. I think that's kind of a weird thing to want microsoft to do to be honest Agree. because we've also been praising microsoft for being very pro-consumer agree and they make this move which i do think is a pro-consumer move for people who enjoy games in general absolutely to be like oh yeah you can play it wherever you are the best place will be to play it on xbox but we're not going to punish you if you're on playstation one and whatever else yeah um is like we've been praising them game pass is fantastic for players they've been doing they pushed cross play and all this stuff and now they're like you can play it anywhere, and people are like, oh, how dare you be pro-consumer right now? We wanted these games for ourselves. How dare you people... do the thing that we enjoyed you doing, but now I don't want you to do that thing. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think a good amount of the people complaining about it are the same people that were, like, telling Sony fans that, like, there's no way it's coming to your console. It's yeah. going to be exclusive to us forever and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, wait, I was wrong. I can't be wrong. Why is yeah, Microsoft yeah. doing this to me? I don't, it's not. It's not. It's not that big a deal. It's, yeah. It really, it really is, and I think ultimately, from a business point of view, it's the right thing to do, and that is what ultimately drives what we do in our day-to-day lives and what businesses do. They want to know how they're going to make the most money out of this thing. I think, I think we will see some. We won't even right now. Excuse me. Right now, we look at these because these acquisitions are still so fresh, Bethesda included. We look at it like Bethesda. And we look at it like Activision. Soon, yeah. not yet, but soon, five years time, we won't be looking at it like Activision. We won't be looking at it like it's Bethesda. We will just be looking at it like it's Microsoft doing Microsoft business. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I agree. And it's like, 
they got so much talent with Activision that's been sort of just working on Call of Duty. And once we see those going into making whatever they want to make, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, oh, that's where the Xbox content comes from the Activision purchase. We it's hope. not going to be from Call of Duty. Hopefully, you are correct. We, we hope. hope. We don't know. We don't know where that'll go. <laughs> um, hopefully, that'll be where it is and not the Overwatches and Call of Duties and stuff like that. Is that yeah. there is unique franchises um, that only you can only experience on Xbox. Yeah. I, I, this ain't the be all and end all. People shouldn't be upset or salty or annoyed by this news and it could have went any way way it could have went any way we could have if they would have come out and said they are exclusive i wouldn't have been surprised if they've come out with this news i wasn't surprised like i say i just uh just disappointed i guess just disappointed Moving on, Chris, let's show me the fix a sack. Remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. That being said, I haven't checked the email for a couple of weeks, so I probably should do that. Um, not only there, hit us up in Discord, which will be in the description below, depending on where you are watching, listening, or reading this uh, podcast. Don't know how you read it, but, you know, still might happen. Uh, first question comes from BT Maverick 707 and says, Hey, gents, it's been a crazy few weeks, and... All I want uh, to know is, did Fix get his Oculus Quest for Christmas? Blah, 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 potato. That one butcher guy. No. I did not get my Oculus. So, two reasons I didn't get my Oculus. Number one, I don't like it when my fiancé spends money. On me. I find find it weird. And I have this weird... um, I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but like this weird, like, oh, do not spend money on me type situation. I'll spend money on her all day long. I'll buy her what she wants. She can have everything. Everything in this world she can have. But me, not the biggest fan of when people buy me things, you know? So we were, we were actually in the Amazon store um, in Blue Water, which is a shopping center for those who don't know. And they were there. They were 300 pounds. And she was like, do you want one? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then she was like i'll get it for you for christmas you can have it and i was like do you know what no i was like if i wanted it that bad i'd buy it for myself because i can put it on the business obviously and she was right in what she was saying because she was like you're gonna buy this you're gonna play resident evil 4 on it and you're not and that's the one game you dislike the most in, well not the most but you don't even love resident evil 4 like that and you're not gonna use this afterwards and i was like as much as it hurt me to hear her say that I knew it was true. And then the PlayStation VR yeah. 2 got announced, and I was like, I'll probably get that. Yeah. I mean, you also, like, you also don't really have the room like that for VR as well. No, no, I do not. So no, <laughs> probably holding not. it off for a little bit might be the move. Might be the smart move. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was, it was a hard decision, but it was one that ultimately I think was the right decision. Also, I just want to point out that question was from over a week ago and I missed adding it like a week ago. So okay. I wanted to apologize. No problem. Crash? Okay. I just wanted to apologize. Okay. Uh, next question uh, is from Anibus. It says, have any of you played Oddworld uh, Stranger's Wrath? Uh, do you plan on getting HG Remake this Friday? If no, I would try to, I would like to try to convince you. No. No. I don't think that, like, you can convince me. Not, or I don't me. think. I or know me. you cannot convince me. Me either. Um, I've never been, like, aesthetically, anything about those games have never, like, uh, gotten me to be into them. And then also this month in particular, I think even going into next month is pretty packed with games that I just wouldn't have time to play this. Well, I've... Yeah, no... No, this isn't what this isn't odd world like you think it is. It's what it's not the new one. This is this is it's yeah, it's not yeah, it's one of the old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. It's a remake, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, not not for me. No, personally, old games old and old games really old when there's Elden Ring coming out this month and I'm still in the middle of playing Dying Light and yeah, no, not I just don't have. I don't have the time and not even in a way of like, oh, I could make time because I could make time, but I don't have the time because there's so many other games that are coming out that I'm yeah. way more interested in. You couldn't, there's nothing you could do to uh, convince me, unfortunately. 
Yeah. Next question comes from uh, Nick uh, at Chalk is here and says, at which point in terms of pricing do you feel like Game Pass is no longer a good deal? Ooh. That's a great question. So how much is it currently? Uh, it's $10. Okay. What, I that Ultimate? Ultimate? I think Ultimate oh, it's got to is... be more than that, right? I think uh, Xbox only is like seven ninety nine, isn't it? Or is it, or is Ultimate eleven ninety nine? I want to know the pricing. That's uh, that's this is how you know we're not we're so out of touch at this. Uh, when it comes, we just pay for it. See, and even when I Google it, it just comes up with one pound, one dollar, one pound, one dollar. Oh, uh, Ultimate is fifteen dollars a month. So it's fourteen ninety nine in the UK. Yeah. So let's let's go on the ultimate price because I feel like that's I mean email in let me know if I'm right in this. Do you pay for ultimate or do you pay for just one the the console version? I like yeah I don't know. I, I imagine actually don't most know. people just get the console version, right? I don't know. I guess so. Hmm. Because I I do I do ultimate. I assume you do ultimate. Me too. Yeah. 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 If you don't have a PC, I don't really see the point in doing Clad? although you don't get um no, I'm, looking, I'm looking at xbox's page what you don't want to get you won't get xcloud right you don't get xcloud through ultimate or is it because it's still in beta you still get it? oh you might be right no you're right the playing games on your mobile phone and tablet are an ultimate, ultimate. Pass thing yeah and also ea play is an ultimate thing oh yeah Interesting. Okay, if you so get PC Game Pass, you have EA Play no matter what. So fourteen ninety nine. Ultimate, you have EA Play. Dollars fourteen ninety nine. It's about fourteen pounds as well. If I'm being honest with you, um, how much? That this is such a hard question, Nick. Because for me, like for me, the price would be different compared to you. I'd assume, like to me, I'm the type of person who pays for my Amazon Prime up yearly. So I would want a yearly option and I'd just probably pay it off whether it was whatever. Um, how much would I be willing to pay the max? Probably about £25. Yeah. £300 a year for, yeah, for all the Xbox think, exclusives? Yeah, I, I think, think once you get into 20 for me is the point where I have to like really look at it. And at that mm. point, there's a good possibility where it'd be like, I'll do it this month and that month. As long as if there is the full year thing, yeah, probably do the full year thing. But if it's like a month by month basis or a three month basis, it's like, is there a game within this period of time that I want to play coming to game pass? If there's not, then I'm just not going to do it. Cause at that point, once you're, if I'm getting it for one game, it's like, I just won't get it for three months and then I'll yeah. own that game forever and I'll just buy the game. Right. Yeah. Um, but this also depends for people. Some people just like the, idea of like i get game pass i don't have to worry about xbox games and i'll just get the xbox games when they come out um some people like discovering games from game pass and playing all the new games on there mm. um so there's a lot of i think there's a lot of different variables that go for people well, everyone's uh, got different price everyone's got different um like everyone yeah. earns different amounts I, of money and stuff like that i think for for if you're asking me the question of at which point in uh, terms of pricing, would you guys feel like Game Pass is no longer good? Anything over £25, I think I, I couldn't justify it personally for me. I and Crash are about $20, right? Yeah. I think I, I think they could go up to 25 like depending yeah. on what it is. But after 25 it's like almost no chance I go for it, I think. Yeah, I, for me, I think it's... Yeah, over £300 a year. Yeah. I, I don't think I could justify over 300 pounds a year. I, I think I would, yeah, you're right. I'd probably just go I, back to buying. Again, I'm talking from a position of I'm very lucky I get my games for free, blah, 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 blah. You've heard me say this a million times, probably boring by this point. Um, but yeah, for me, 20, I think 20, 25 pounds a, a month, I probably wouldn't notice, but 30 pounds a month, I would notice. Yeah. 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 It's also there's times where it's like really dry for games that like even 25, uh, 25 a month would seem like a lot during those months where you're only getting a handful of games. And if you're not, I think the conversation also becomes easier if you're into more of the indie games and smaller games that get added more frequently. Um, but yeah, I think 30 
above 30 is just like it's an argument of no way do you think that answer changes if they add stuff like ubisoft titles to it i think i still i I think 30 is still where i'm at though even Even if they even that's i've said this before i said this a couple weeks ago i think whereas like i could see it getting to that price with things like ubisoft getting added and ea play getting added and I think we've spoken about it before, like Discord and stuff like that. And when you add it all up, it works out to be a bundle worth £50 a month, but you're paying 30 or whatever. And I still think my my exit point would be 25 If Ubisoft was added, probably 30 I think I'd probably justify it then, because that is your Far Cry, that's your Assassin's Creed, that's your the odd titles they'll put out, like a snowboarding game here or a BMX game there or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah no, 30, I think 25 at the moment, with what I get, and if they were to add more value, thirty would be my top out point, though, for me. Yeah, would love to hear your opinions, though. Uh, my Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com or let us know in the Discord. Would you pay? What's your max price you would pay for Game Pass? Also, does it change between Ultimate and Console only, or is it like a flat max price for both? Mm, I think next. I think the next generation we won't see. Um, a console only. I think they will, they'll get to a point where it's a case of you'll only have an an ultimate option. I I think they'll switch it to like more of a traditional tier system at that point. They get rid of the console one because they already technically have two tiers of yeah console or PC Game Pass and Ultimate. It'll be Ultimate Game Pass and then like well technically you got three basic Game Pass because you've got Ultimate, you've got console, and you've got PC. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess yeah, is not absolutely. tiered. It's different systems, I guess. But yeah, to, no, I guess you're technically when you're you technically look at it, right. it looks like different tiers. Yeah. Even the way they like market it is like they have checkpoints next to it, and here's what you get with this one and this one and this one. Mm. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Good question. Good question. Uh, next up comes from uh Origin. Cookie man, who says, reading a lot of debate slash articles about the difficulties that Xbox have in breaking into the Japanese market slash uh, uh, acquisition of studios. In the past, they've tried to copy the success of their rivals by imitating uh, exclusives. Um, sorry, uh, imitating, imitating lockout exclusives, support uh, slash promote third parties with advertising deals. In my honest opinion, I don't want another Sony um, third-person cinematic plus VR or Nintendo universal accessible gameplay-led handheld. I want Xbox to experiment and for or go a third way. Forge. Sorry, Forge, thank you. A third way. Game Pass, platform, agnostic, value, multiplayer services. Surely it's better to experiment or try and create something new and sometimes miss Lost Odyssey, Blue Dragon, Scalebound, Rising of Rome, Killer Instinct, Sunset Overdrive, Crossfire X. Wow, he's threw Crossfire X in there like it's just dead. The game only came out today. He's threw it in there like the game's dead already. I don't think that's what he means by <laughs> I this. Know, I know, I, I know, think... but that's how I've taken it. Uh, then worry about... Uh, then, sorry. Then worry about access to old established popular titles. Maybe it's an opportunity for Xbox to deferate their offering, e.g. could be uh, could be best place to solve uh, problems, calls when grouping PC, console, and mobile player based together. Um... I see what you're saying, and I don't disagree, but the problem is, you, you've probably heard this before, you probably know this yourself, it, it costs more, it costs so much more money to get a new customer compared to what it does to get a reoccurring customer back into your system, right? And my thought process for this is, Xbox don't want to waste money on something that isn't proven, because... Yes, they can afford to waste money, but that doesn't make sense from a business point of view. It's better for them to keep doing what they've been doing. Yes, they are not successful in ja- in the Japanese market yet, but all they need is one title that blows up. It could be a PUBG that was exclusive to Xbox. It could be uh, literally... It, uh, it doesn't matter what it is, insert example here, but all they need is one. And I bet you any money, it would cost them far less money to keep trying to do it this way than it would to experiment in the way that you want. 
Yeah, I also want to point out three of those games are Japanese games. Yeah. Um, in Lost Odyssey, Blue Dragon, and Scalebound. Scalebound being, um, I think, the least like traditional Japanese game we would think of. Crossfire X of, like, being JRPGs. Chinese, if I'm not Crossfire mistaken. Crossfire X is Chinese. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I don't. I don't think there's a problem with them trying to go for it or trying to get a studio and work in collaboration with them and all that stuff. Mm. Um, because I, I do think there's a different aesthetic and feel to those games generally than something that's made by the West. Yeah. And I think that's what Microsoft is really missing right now, right? They have RPGs. They have all these different genres of games right now. It's just they all, for the most part, feel very western yes. and sort of diversifying the feel of those games i think should be xbox's goal i think looking at china in particular because they have a few different games um like the sun wukong game coming out from over there um yeah. that i think are going to be really cool and they're going to feel different just by the nature of them being made in a different place i think we will get there i do think xbox is going to become more um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, more, you know, when you're in competition, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. Competitive? Yeah, thank you. Competitive. Jesus, I don't know why I couldn't get there. Um, more competitive in in Japan, eventually. Because yeah. the reason I think that is because they haven't given up. And you've seen what they've done with uh, Tokyo Game Show where they have their own Xbox-focused-centric show now, and they've done that for the past two years. They're always very good at speaking to the right audience in the way they've tried to. Obviously, we've had games like Yakuza Like a Dragon be exclusive on the platform to try and bring people over as well. Did that work? Not to the same level I'm sure they were hoping for, but they still were willing to try, right? And I do think eventually Xbox, uh, Xbox don't have... They don't have that title. And, and I want to bring this up when Matt's around because I think it's a really good discussion. And I'll, I'll put it out here now and maybe we can talk about it next week for the topic of the show, which is, did Halo Infinite flop? And we won't talk about it right now. We'll talk about it next week. But the reason I say that is because if you look at Halo Infinite in terms of its fanfare beyond um, the launch window... It isn't the same as, say, a, I don't know, from a God of War or an Uncharted or I don't think it's in the same caliber. And Xbox still haven't got that yet. And they definitely don't have that in Japan. I don't know if Japan, I don't know if Uncharted is big in Japan. I don't know if God of War is big in Japan. I don't know. I don't cover Sony, so I've never had to uh, do my due diligence right. to find that out. Surely it isn't just Final Fantasy that's selling out there on this system. It's a bunch of JRPGs, obviously, but is Uncharted big out there or is that a West game? Is that a Western game that only does well in the West? I don't know. That's actually a really good question because I have have no clue. I'd imagine that's more of a Western game, to be fair. Me too. I have no clue. But yeah, um, to, to round this up and put a bow on it, I think Xbox are going to keep doing what they're doing. I do understand where you're coming from when it comes to making new experiences um, that do focus more on mobile. I think that was part of the Activision stuff, like Chris said, which is, don't think Xbox are getting in this just to make Candy Crush. No, they know that Candy Crush is the biggest game. How do they now turn that into a Gears version of Candy Crush that is the biggest in the world? A Halo version of Candy Crush, not the same game, not match free, but they tried it with Gears Pop. I was going to say, yeah, they've tried that, and I think they've pretty much failed with Gears yeah. Pop. But when you have the people who make Candy Crush behind it, and you have the internal, even the advertising to appear on Candy Crush of, like, a random advertising for Xbox-related stuff, um, you have that there, and it's like, oh, a lot of people... It's not just old people that play Candy Crush. I know we always say, like, Absolutely our parents, not. our grandparents, whatever it is. Bro, our parents Some... are probably not even that old. If we're being honest, we just like to dunk That's on them. very true. That's very true. <laughs> Uh, my mom's so not yeah. my mom's not even 60 um, yet but i call her old all the damn time but she's not old she's only 50 i think my mom's 54 like she's not that yeah. old yeah, but yeah. you know like we just we just have to sometimes you've got a kobe or shack on them you know just absolutely dunk that True. ball on their head 
uh also to go back to the mobile point and call of duty for just a second it's like yeah. call of duty's had its mobile game for a while now imagine for the people who are like oh i'm playing the new call of duty let's say vanguard for right now yeah now there's going to be the cloud app that has the touch controls that call of duty already has for call of duty mobile and i can now play my vanguard on the go and i can play a yeah. match of search and destroy or capture the flag or whatever anywhere like they're they are definitely moving towards that market already yeah no, i totally totally agree uh moving on let's get into what's been in our box i'm saving that one for the first news story if that's what you're thinking i no i was gonna say that there's two um, okay cool. two questions in google should we do it for next week in the email i think we leave it for next week we'll leave it for next week we'll get, we'll get, we got you next week we got you next week we promise chris what's been in your box this week bud what have you been playing uh i played dying light 2 oh okay i played two and a half hours okay i stopped and i refunded the game Wow. Yeah. Not so on console, I didn't hate the gameplay. Like I enjoyed it enough that I probably would have played more of it. Mm. The problem is that you can't turn motion blur off on console. Oh, you can't. Yeah. So immediately once I saw that, it's like I, I tried powering through it and the motion blur was just something like the game is it's a pretty game. It's not yeah. an ugly game by any means. Motion blur makes it one of the worst looking games. It is bad. <laughs> It's bad, especially in a game where you are playing, you're doing parkour, and you're moving around constantly, and the game doesn't want you to stand still to have motion right. blur like that. just sort of ruins that experience for me. Um, and it was a case of, like, this month is so packed, next month has a bunch of games coming out. Like, I don't know you if might I get back realistically... To it. You, you might yeah. end up, by the end of the year, you might end up, you know, maybe they patch yeah. in the motion blur thing. Maybe yeah. For right now, it's not for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, I... Yeah, no, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, I played Dreamscaper, which is on Game Pass. Okay. It is a roguelike game um, where you're essentially playing somebody who's going through, I believe it's depression. I'm not super far into a game, but yeah. they're dealing with like their own mental health. And it you go into the dream world, you play through that, you conquer one of your fears, you go out into the real world, um, and then you interact with people and you unlock stuff in the real world by doing stuff in the dream world, and you unlock stuff in the dream world by doing stuff in the real world. It's a really interesting concept. Okay. Uh, it's fun. I actually enjoy it. I think the combat's cool. Uh, they have like knockups and knockbacks What's where you can sort of combo different abilities. Uh, Dreamscaper, I think yeah, it I'm is. I'm watching the trailer for it now. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, it's very a very cool art style. Uh, I like it. I enjoy it. I think if you like roguelikes, um, I think it's worth checking out. I do want to say it's not as action-oriented or as fast-paced, rather, as something like Hades. Um, that turns me on more, fun. though. It turns I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. It's a fun game. I think it's also a really cool concept that I, I enjoy. Um there is no voice acting. I think that's my biggest gripe, and that's always my biggest gripe. It is a smaller game, so I understand yeah. Yeah. not having the budget for voice acting, but it is something that I think is super noticeable. Um, I, but I notice it in almost every single game now. Mm. I just like voice acting. Yeah. Bro, I bought Pokemon, just to swerve the conversation. Yeah. And, like, I can't bring myself to play it. Really? I was watching someone stream it the other day, and I'm like, no voice acting. It's ugly as hell. Why did I buy this game? It's fun. I have to find out. I have to fun. find out. Um, I've been playing more Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, played a bit more of that. Um, what else have I been playing? More Dying Light 2, a little bit more. Uh, probably I was at well, I was about ten hours in from on my review when we reviewed it on my Xbox and me. If you haven't checked out the reviews, please go check out the YouTube channel. I beg of you because like those videos criminally get underviewed. And I did see a comment actually, and I, I forgot to give him a shout out. But there was a comment saying I'd love to see these come on the podcast feed. I would love to put them on the podcast feed, and I could do that. But the only problem is we're trying to build the YouTube channel and. Right now, the, the, the podcast is going to get an upgrade, an update on um, its editing approach and things like that. We're going to start doing more B-roll while we do the podcast and a few other things. And the same thing's going to happen with reviews. So the video product is going to get a, mu it's going to get a much needed facelift through real soon. Um, 
So I will consider putting them on the podcast feed, but the reason they're not on there is to try and bring people over to the YouTube channel. So yeah, if you haven't watched our uh, Rainbow Six Extraction review, go check that out. If you haven't watched mine and Matt's um, Dying Light 2 review, go check that out. Um, but yeah, I'm about 10 hours in, uh, or probably about probably 11, 12 hours in now. Um, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not loving it. And yeah, the story just isn't there for me. And those decisions that you're meant to meant to matter just don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least from my time with the game, the story, like I thought was very generic. Like it didn't I get what they were going for, but I don't think it motivated me the way they wanted it to. To me, it was very much similar to um Resident Evil Village. Where like with the opening of that, where it's like it's supposed to be motivational yeah. to know the relations to the these characters to the main character and maybe even more so in resident evil 8 because it is a sequel um yeah and and chris um you're joking but but it it is like it's the it's the first time we see chris in six so yeah go on on, i'll let it go i'll let it go go. you see him in seven uh uh (laughs) bruh that was fucking that was disgusting bro that was that was disgusting. I respect I it, but that was disgusting. Uh, that was disgusting. I apologize. Um, uh, yeah, it's just it's an unmotivating story for me. It's one of the reasons where it was like I don't even care about this character. I'm more interested in the world and playing in the world um, than the story itself. Which I don't know yeah. if it changes the no. long term, the longer you play. So from from what I've watched in reviews and from what people have said to me, nah. the story just doesn't matter. Let's get into this week's dashboard crush uh, first piece of news. Uh, actually, we got a question about it. So, uh, shout out to Thomas Lee who says, "What's your opinion on Platinum Games trying to revive Scalebound?" So, yeah, if you missed this one, Windows Central got this article up all about how Scalebound coming back. Platinum Games will not make it. Uh, what you need to know over on the Windows Central's website says developer on cancelled Xbox exclusive RPG Scalebound Platinum Games has expressed interest in reopening discussions around the project with Microsoft. Quote, we'd like to have a proper discussion with Microsoft stated Platinum Games president Atsishu Atsishu Inaba Inaba I hope I said that correctly. In an interview with IGN Japan, uh, we'd like to do something about it. Phil, let's do it together. Uh, added the vice president, uh, Hideki Kamiya, uh, calling upon Microsoft Gaming CEO, Bill Spencer. Crash. Yeah. Do you care? Do you want Scalebound back or should we just let it be dead? I want Scalebound back. I was, I was, I want to say this. I was one of the few people who was actually interested in Scalebound when they showed it. Because I remember when they showed it, people did not care for it at all. And then it got canceled and all of a sudden everybody cared for it. It's a little bit weird. Um, But back then it was, you know, it was an Xbox exclusive. We just cared about anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm down for this to happen, but I'm also like, down for it not to happen i don't really i'd love for it to happen but i also wouldn't care if it doesn't happen i'm down for it to happen if it's good and there's no guaranteeing that it's good it was cancelled for a reason and yes a lot of games got cancelled around that time with xbox obviously fable legends being the other game um that got cancelled not too long um off no not too was before actually was before not not after sorry um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird one for me. It, it seems risky. And that's not something I think Xbox needs right now is risky. I feel like swimming in sevens is not where Xbox needs to be with their first party first party and third party exclusives. If they're going to partner with people to make games, um, they have to be eight, nine, tens. They have to be must-play games, which they've had. Don't get me wrong. Halo, Forza, um, both must-play games. I think people would even make the argument that um, Psychonauts 2 for for yeah. action-adventure people would be a must-play game. Um, but no, I yeah, I, it scares me. It's one of those ones that scare me where I'm like, this could be great, but this could be terrible. Yeah, I, f- I feel like this could be good because one of the issues with um, Scalebound was... 
I think it's the first time that Platinum Games developed with Unreal Engine, and that's where like a lot of the problems of them not understanding the engine mm. uh, came from with the game. And so like that's something that time and developing other games, and I don't know if they would switch engines, and I don't know if they've developed with Unreal Engine. So I think a lot of it would hinge on which of those would be the case. Um, but I think if they've gotten more accustomed to using or developing with whatever tools they, they're going to use for this, I think it could be good. I think Platinum Games is a criminally underrated studio in the last few things. I, I, am, I am one of those people. Platinum Games are a solid studio that have made some solid games. I agree with that. But I don't think they're as good as what everybody makes them out to be. I disagree. What? They're, what, one, what? Of, they're one of so, the best action studios. Bayonetta. Okay, okay decent. Decent. In, the, in my uh, opinion, yeah. Vanquish back in the day. Okay. So, uh, Nero Automata. Nero Automata, not played, but I've heard fantastic things about it. Um, the, the problem with Platinum Games is when you get into their uh, games that aren't their IP. Which they Metal, make quite Metal a few Gear, of. Metal Gear Rising. Uh, the ideas that were there. The e ideas that were there, fantastic. The whole chop, do you remember the chopping of the apple and all that stuff? Yeah. And being able to chop it in the ideas, but in practice just doesn't it didn't it didn't work. It didn't come to it was decent, but it wasn't great. This is my point. This is this is what I'm saying about the swimming in sevens. Do I think they could make um scale band and it'd be a seven? Easy. I think they're a solid seven studio. But Bayonetta, okay, I'll give you. Bayonetta 2, I'll give you. Yeah, this I'll give you those two. Yeah. Transformers Devastation. The Wonderful 101. Astral Chain. People like Wonderful no, 101. People like the. Yes, people. Crash, I agree with you. Yeah. People like these games. Key word but, there. Like. Isn't it more important to get games that people like on your platform? Not I understand your idea for not, nines and tens. Not, but not me, when it's first party. Yeah, go, 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 go. Can I just... Go, on, go. On. Well, first of all, wouldn't it be second party, not first party? It'd be second party, you're right. Yeah. Um, well, it'd be third party, technically, I think. Third party. But Microsoft already has a whole bunch of games first party in development that I'd hope they'd be looking at these being nines and tens, that having something that appeases the general fans yeah. would be a good move. And I think Scalebound coming out and being just good and people enjoy it is a good enough move because I do think part of it is a redemption story from old Xbox. Yeah. And good documentaries go along with it. Oh, absolutely. Love <laughs> a good documentary. The documentary would be fire. Love a good documentary. I, I look, I just, I don't think Platinum are as great as... They don't make games that I care about, number one, but which is obviously a big thing. But... um. I think they're a little bit overhyped, some of their games. Uh, I'm going to disagree with that. The only game I can't say that on is, is Nier. Like, Astral Train looked like dog. In my opinion. Astral, Astral Train was on the Switch. Switch. Which, why, did it, why did it look like on the uglier end? It was on the Does, Switch. Doesn't help. Yeah, you jump. You're right. You're right. Because I, right. I understand what you're saying, because it did look like graphically outdated like a ps2 game yeah but it, that's the switch when you look at you were talking about pokemon when you look at pokemon what's the problem with it it looks outdated like it looks like that game could have been on the gamecube shout out pokemon stadium though. shout out pokemon stadium best pokemon game ever yeah i can ruin that i can get down with that yeah definitely uh, next news story Tim Schafer wants Double Fine's next game to be an original property quote there's been some technical uh, other te technical other games that I've worked on here uh, that have been sequels but the first sorry but the first real big follow up to a big story was Psychonauts 2 I think it le uh, lends me leads leads. leads me to want to do a new origin original stuff uh for the next phase coming up with new ideas is really where my head is at right now thank god crush thank god thank god <laughs> yeah. like i just don't want another psychonauts well 
I don't want another Psychonauts. I don't really want another costume quest, if I'm being honest. They're great games, but I don't really need yeah. them from Tim Schafer. Give him some money. And let's go get another, let's get an original IP. Look, look, if they can make Psychonauts the way they did, and I enjoyed Psychonauts, didn't beat it, but I did enjoy it. Like, if you can do that again, but on a different budget with a different art style, which was the hardest part for me to get over, was its art style for that game, I'm all for it. And Tim Schafer and Double Fan have put out fine, fine work in the last, the last few yeah. years. So I'm all about it. I do I don't know how much I would expect their art style to change. Like, I think it'd be different, but I don't think it'd be that different. No, it will. Yeah, yeah. Look at, look at Double Fine Games. They don't all look the same. Like, costume quests don't look like bloody. Don't it look doesn't like, look that different. Well, so you think Broken Age looks the same as Brutal Legend, looks the same as Psychonauts, looks the same as Grim Fandango, looks the same as Gang. Okay. No. You they have an art style to them, 100%. Not a point. They have a distinctive yeah. art style with each of their games. I agree with you. Okay. But they don't you're, all look the same. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah, I I'll give that to you. I know. I hated saying that. <laughs> hurt you that bad, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah hurt, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> hurt you that bad. Uh, next news story. We have this already out now, but the uh, Wolf Among Us 2 trailer has been revealed. Crash, have you watched it? I have not watched no, it. No, I, I ain't watched it either. Which, I'm waiting to watch it so I can react to it. So, yeah. you know, that's and that's partly my fault. I'm behind on my reaction content, which means it probably won't do too well now. But, nonetheless, I'm super hyped for Wolf Among Us 2. I am a big yeah. Wolf, uh, the Wolf Among Us fan. I think it's one of Telltale's best games they've ever made outside of probably Borderlands. I love Borderlands. You're not Some a funny like guy. It. You don't like comedy. I like comedy. I'm a huge comedy fan. I like good comedy. Like Borderlands. If you think Borderlands... It goes Walking Dead, their own type of... Wolf Among Us, Borderlands. Wolf Among Us, irrelevant. Oh, you never... Walking Dead made me cry, bro. I did. I never played Walking Dead because I didn't like the TV show. It's not, it so I matter. never played the, Walking the games. Dead, the Walking Dead TV. I understand <sighs> that now, but back when it first came yeah. out, in my mind, it's the same thing, and it's like I, I don't care about one, I don't care about the uh, other. Clementine, man. And it's the thing is like I've also had so many things spoiled from that for me That's from like hearing people that I, well. I don't think if I were to play, I'd enjoy it at this point. Yeah, no, I get that. Shout out to Duck as well, my homie. What a legend! He's the guy. But yeah, Wolf Among Us trailer is out now. Uh, did it get a release date? I'm not even sure. Uh, no clue. I can look it up if you want to I, keep... I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it got a release date. I apologize. Next up, we could have led with this one, but there's like no news here. Um, new GTA is in development. We could have went for the title, I guess. Um, Rockstar has confirmed, finally, that GTA 6, we think it's 6, um, is in development. Quote, many of you have been asking about a new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. Rockstar Games shared on Twitter. With every new project, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we've previously delivered. We're pleased to confirm that we're pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the series is underway. End quote. Cool. Like, like we all didn't know this already. Yeah, like this was, this was like the biggest non-news news story because even the people who were reporting the news were like, "We've kind of already known this, but they've officially yeah. confirmed it." And people were reacting to it as if it was new, like they didn't think yeah, a new what, GTA was being made. That's what the internet do, Rush. Yeah, true. That's true. what the internet do. Plus, we're all we're all just clout chasing people that want likes and stuff on our tweets and our content, so. That's a very good point. How many YouTube videos do you think come out on this? Like, GTA confirm, GTA 6 confirmed. Da, 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 da. And people have got 20, mini, 20 minute videos with how many yeah. pre roll ads on them. Like, the question, I think the better question is how many TikToks do you think single creators made about this? <laughs> like, how many different TikToks about what it GTA could possibly 6 be? Confirmed. Watch part two. 
Oh yeah. my god. Watch part two, you know, on this news. Um, yeah. I respect it. Yeah. Ja, Rockstar. Uh, obviously, I'm super invested in a new GTA, especially with my addiction right now to, to role play, which weird because will that audience care about GTA 6 or are they there for role play? I ain't got a clue. I think some of them would. But are they going to want to watch me play the story mode? Absolutely would. not. Are people going to watch, want to yeah. play the online? I think that's something that I think I'd double down on this year. GTA has proven that, not not that we didn't know this anyway, but GTA Online has proven that it's the, 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 the gift that just keeps giving. So like from a content creator point of view, I think now playing roleplay even more so, I'm like, ah, there's content to be made here. In roleplay? No, in online in as well. GTA Online in general. I guess. Yeah. Can't wait for the mods. How long do you reckon? How long until we get a modded version of GTA 6 after it comes out? Oh, a long time. I know. But I don't think long? it'll be like that easy because you have to like, there's oh, so many systems. Long. Just watching you play, there's so many systems Dude. layered on top of it. It's like, well, no, but you, you have to make what those you've got systems. To remember is that's no pixel 3.0. Yeah. So there was a no pixel one where it was yeah. bare bones. So maybe a bare bones version, but it's... It's still like I still think two the years. The problem with the two, bare bones years. version, yeah. The problem with like a bare bones version is it's going to be compared to uh, free. We still make it, I'm sure, but I don't think most people will jump over to it uh -oh. because like all the big content creators are like, we already have this established. We can rob banks. We can do all this stuff. We can text each other. Mm -hmm. We can set up shops. Like we're not going to get rid of all this possible content we can have to go and test a service for somebody else. Can't talk about it here, but I'd love to sit down and have a conversation about roleplay. Just how wild it is. I phone people up and I text people. And that's all modded. That's yeah. not in the game. Wild. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Uh, moving on swiftly, though, before people start clicking off. Phil Spencer is to re uh, receive, receive, receive the, the baseball bat of a lifetime. No, I'm Phil Spencer to receive a lifetime achievement award at this year's 25th anniversary Dice Awards. Uh, big shout out to Phil Spencer. He will be, uh, the award will be presented by Todd Howard, uh, who is obviously creative director at Bethesda Games. Yeah, Phil will be getting the Lifetime Achievement Award, which is a huge, big award. Big, big award. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Big Daddy Phil. Uh, you know, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I wasn't like really... I didn't see it coming. That makes sense. Um, he's still so young him. and still has so much to give to our industry. Yeah. His name also, like, he's been in the industry for a long time, right? Ages. But his name hasn't really popped up until the Xbox situation where he took yeah. over. And so seeing him get his uh, credit for everything that he's been doing and it's done before that, I think is really dope. Aaron Greenberg next. Aaron Greenberg next. Yeah, me and Aaron Greenberg, we friends. We're not friends, we're acquaintances, but... Aaron Greenberg next, you know. <laughs> you pulled back from that statement super quick. Yeah, I don't like it when people call me their friend, so I don't want to say that I'm friends with people, you know, acquaintance. Acquaintances. We we DM on Twitter sometimes. He like he on Instagram, sometimes he hearts my comments when I'm like, that's dope. And he's like, did it like acquaintances. <laughs> Got you. Sad one, bit of delay, but yeah, delay is a good thing, I guess, in this industry, especially with how many games coming out. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, reportedly delayed until 2023. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, is reportedly delayed to 2023, according to Bloomberg. The outlet uh, cites anonymous source familiar with the game's development. I'm okay with it, personally. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I think, honestly, I think in the long run, once we see more games getting release dates this year, this year is going to be kind of packed. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm we get Harry Potter. Being... Fuck J.K. Rowling. As long as we get we'll... Harry Potter. I want Harry Potter. We'll see about the Harry Potter one. No, I want Harry Potter this year. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been, I've, been, I think... I've been a patient boy. I want Harry Potter. I think the only problem with Harry Potter is we still don't really know. We've seen nothing. What the game is. I know. Magical. Like, we know what the game is, but we don't know what the game is. And I think that's kind of the issue with it right now. Nah, um, that's, that's the E3, right? Um, that's E3. That's E3. Do they or have DC, the DC thing. The DC, DC fandom. fandom. I, don't fandom. Th I think that's where we would oh. see more of um, 
I hate DC fans. It's like does 10 years Harry long. Potter, does Harry Potter have any events? Oh, no question. Like any big like, like that? Hogwarts events? Ask Haley. Okay, I'll get her on that. I'll get her on Okay, no problem. Because um, other than that, like, yeah, it would be an E. It's either an E3 thing or it's a sort of like. Here's a one-hour special or Dude, a third or half-hour thing to just talk for a, about the game. It's either an E3 thing or it's a Warner Brothers don't give a f. They know this game's gonna sell like nothing. It'll be a trailer yeah. and like just them saying, "Yeah, we're announcing the trailer." That'd be so bad. I'd <laughs> hate be that. Horrible. Uh, I'd hate that, but you know, because then you'd look at it and you'd know going into it like this isn't gonna be a great game. But like I'm you still don't gonna know that. jump into it. If the company releasing it doesn't have any faith in the game. No, that's that. They don't need faith in it. It's Harry Potter. It'll sell, sure. <sighs> I'm not talking Jesus. about sales, fix. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Last news story this week: Resident Evil 4's creator hopes the rumored Resident Evil 4 remake improves his story. This is Shinji Mikami, you motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 Even he thinks Resident Evil 4 story sucks. I told you all. I've been telling you all. No one listens to me. Can I say something? Sure. Is there a Resident Evil that you think has a good story? Do you know what? I saw this on Twitter. Did you see this on Twitter? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, I follow up. So I must follow enough Resident Evil stuff. And like, you know, you get the hashtag Resident Evil. So you get lots of things yeah. that pop up. There was a... <laughs> There was a tweet that went out from one of them. It was like, I don't get why people get so annoyed about Resident Evil stories being good, uh, being bad. They're all bad. That's why we love it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> damn, it hurts because it's true, but it hurts still. <laughs> um, I mean, Resident Evil 4 story is just dry. Do you think, uh, do you think there's any chance Capcom makes it better? I do. I generally feel like Resident. I generally feel like Resident Evil Four. This Resident Evil Four has the potential to be the best Resident Evil game ever made. Okay. Coming off the back of, we didn't love Resident Evil Three, but coming off the back of Resident Evil Three, which is a bit more action focused, coming off the back of Resident Evil Two Remake, which is survival horror. If they can get the perfect blend of those two and even some of the mechanics from, say, a Resident Evil 7 and a Resident Evil Village, not I'm not talking specifically the uh, camera angle or anything like that, but I mean more environments and stuff like that. You, can, you can't take away from what Village is in terms of its, its graphical fidelity and, and the, the, yeah. the, whole, the whole environments that are built there. I do think Resident Evil 4 Remake has the potential to be the best Resident Evil game ever made, especially if they mix in Co-Veronica. Like, not the whole of Co-Veronica, but just enough to tease it or leave some, some droplins, you know? Because they did do that with Village. At the end, uh, spoilers for the end of Resident Evil Village. I'm going to wait a second. All right, we're good to go. They did do a decent job of bringing it all back around. In at the end of village of them like some of the notes that are written and stuff like that. If they can finally put some of the damn notes into a damn story, we might get somewhere. And I think I do think we could. The do you think if they were to overload a Resident Evil game like Village that's supposed to be for like sort of the newer generation of Resident Evil fans, I guess, if they were to overload it with sort of this big overarching Resident Evil story, that it would scare them away? Yes. It doesn't make any sense. Do it or you, yes. It's just how they do it. The, okay. Bro, they had the opportunity. This is Resident Evil Corner. Uh, they had the opportunity to retcon everything. Start with Red. They should have remade one again. They should yeah. scratch that. They should have remade zero again. They should have told Billy's and Rebecca's story again and went, do you know what? Billy, let's go. Billy, let's go, Chris. You know, literally should have been like, we're right. We are retconning the ish out of this. And boom, one. Two, three, Co-Veronica yeah. becomes four, four becomes five, five gets kicked out of Africa and we tell a whole new story and we move on from there. But yeah. they didn't do I that. Mean, yeah, when we were talking about like them first doing Resident Evil 3, 2 remake and the Rumored 3 remake at the time, I remember I was talking about like, oh, they could like retcon they everything. They could fix it actually, all. 
cohesive mm-hmm. and they just decided like nope we're just gonna do the same thing over and part but, of me understands like because the remakes are fan service games yes. right they are for the fans, not free so. free isn't free was money two was three was I, two was two was, okay. two was for the fans three was for the money so two doesn't get changed because it's for the fans yeah and three doesn't get changed because you want to put it out as no, quick three as doesn't three doesn't get the love it deserves because they want to get out as quick as possible Got it. so mm. you're saying if they stuck more to the original three would have been a lot better yeah they just cut out chunks of that game bro there's there's, just, there's okay. huge moments the whole clock tower was missing there's a whole boss fight missing from that game like and they were just like, oh, we couldn't make it work. It's like, no, you couldn't make a giant worm work. We've got bloody nemesis running around, turning into a dinosaur monster-looking thing, but we couldn't make a worm work? Get out of here. I ain't got time for that noise. How big is the worm? Big. And does it, like, chase you around? No, it's like in one little air... Crash, don't even worry. It okay. doesn't matter. I'm, it, I'm, it I'm just curious. No, like, no, I'm it, saying it doesn't make it work. I'm just it, trying they, to, like... They could have made it work. We're not giving Capcom that it. here. It's not happening. Got I it. refuse. Got it, got it, I got refuse. it, got it. I just wanted to understand more. Play the original Resident Evil 3. That's not gonna happen. I know. I know. I know. But yeah, uh, good to see, uh, you know... People talking about the rumored Resident Evil 4. This pretty much confirms it's real, by the way. Just so we're aware. Does it? Yeah. Why would the... the he would know if it's real or not. And... Yeah, but he, an interviewer asked him a question on it. True. You just want it to be real. That, realistically, there's no chance that it's not real. No. These games print money. Like... It's easy. It's not easy. It's logical for Capcom to produce these games. It scares me to think how much money I've spent on Resident Evil. Yeah. Scary. Wait for the Resident Evil NFTs. Ailey, I'm using our life savings. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Chris, what you got to plug this week, my guy? Uh, the Minecraft Me YouTube page. Uh, fix that reviews earlier. Uh, we have more stuff planned for there. Go check it out. Subscribe if you like the content there. And if not, when we say there's a review there, at least go and check out the review. At least go and, and click give it, it a watch, a like. Yeah. No, you know, you know. I know. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you know. Um, what have I got to plug this week? Uh, still nine to five. Um, the song, you know, my new song that's out. No one, I guess, and no one listened to it because we didn't get a single message or email. About nine to five crash, nothing. No one told me. You know what it is? Mm, they on, listen to it and they're like, wow, this is so good. And they're just still listening to it on repeat. They haven't That's... gotten up from the oh, chair. Really? You yeah. think that? Funny enough, yeah, I, 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 com- I could confirm it right here, crash, right now. There's zero people listen to it on Spotify. I just want you to know it's, oh, I can see it now. Um, zero. <laughs> they aren't listening on Spotify. On Spotify. Oh. They're listening to the YouTube one. Yeah. I can't yeah. prove or deny that, so. <laughs> Yeah. I guess I guess I'll allow it. Uh, anything else to pu- uh, push this week? Uh, game night will be at the end of the month. I'm guessing we will do it. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be the 25th, 26th, or 27th. So keep that free uh, this month. If you have a recommendation of what we should play, let us know. But I'm thinking Crossfire X, right? That makes... Crossfire X probably this month would make sense. Yeah. We'll probably check yeah. out some Crossfire X on the channel. Uh, so everyone's more than welcome to join. All you got to do is be subscribed on the YouTube channel. We'll pull you in, play a couple of rounds, kick you out, bring some more people in. That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. But yeah, thank you all for watching. Oh yeah, Matt's not here this week because it was my anniversary, so we couldn't record on the day we usually record. And yeah, I left it till the end of the podcast to say that because I want the real ones to know. And anybody else who didn't ask about him, you're a loser. And Matt sucks. I killed him. I, I'm going to love it when that one person who doesn't usually listen to the end gets to the end and he's like, he thinks we're wow. all losers. <laughs> <laughs> Potato squad, you know what it's about. Until next time, love you, leave you. See you later. Goodbyes. Goodbye.